the title of the message today is Keys to the Power of Faith. Keys to the Power of Faith. Because there's, there's such tremendous power that comes when we sow in faith. Amen. We, we, we are, what are we doing? We, we are saying we trust God. What is trust? Trust is faith in God. And, you know, he, he, he shared right at the beginning there that faith is in two places. It's in your heart and is in your mouth. Where is faith? In your heart and in your mouth. I can tell what you believe by what you are talking about. I can tell what you believe and who you are trusting by what you are spending time talking on. And so all that very good. What I would encourage you is this. Get those messages. They are there. They are still there on YouTube. They are there on, their, on our website. Get these messages. Listen to them. Review them. Take notes and build your faith. Amen. And I also want to do something here. I want to recommend there are some two books that I've read in this season. One is called The Miracle of Seed Faith by Dr. Oro Roberts. And the other one is called Faith Can Change Your World by Lester Samroth. The Miracle of Seed Faith by Dr. Oro Roberts and Faith Can Change Your World by Lester Samro. These are just additional material. Are you a student of the Word of God? Do you desire to grow in the things of God? Just invest in that. Amen. And you will grow tremendously. So, to start us off, let's look at uh, this scripture. Uh, we say, this is uh, 2 Corinthians verse 1, verse 8 to 11 in the message version. First of all, let me say this. Faith is actually believing, is trusting, is having confidence in God. Faith is more than words. Faith is power. Faith is a force. Faith is energy of God flowing. Amen. Why do I say this? Because whatever faith is released, something changes. It's not a passive thing. Faith is active. Faith is action. Faith causes tremendous change to happen. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 1, 8 to 11 says, Paul writing to the Corinthians says, we don't want you in the dark, friends, about how hard it was when all this came down on us. In Asia province, it was so bad we didn't think we were going to make it. We felt like we'd been sent to death row, that it was all over for us. As it turned out, it was the best thing that could have happened. Instead of trusting in our own strength or wits to get out of it, we were forced to trust totally. Uh, we were, let's go back to that. We were forced to trust totally on God. Yeah, let's go on. Not a bad idea since he's the God who raises the dead, and he did it, rescued us from certain doom, and he'll do it again, rescuing us as many times as we need rescuing. Hallelujah. And he says, you and your prayers are part of the rescue operation. I don't want you in the dark about that either. Yeah, I can see your faces even now lifted in praise for God's deliverance of us. A rescue in which your prayers played such a crucial part. Hallelujah. Listen, I like it when he says here, things were so bad, we didn't think we were going to make it. <laughs> Listen, who is talking about this? Paul. Who is Paul? 
the great apostle. And Paul is letting us know, as great an apostle as he was, there were situations that he faced in his life that quitting was temptation. <laughs> you understand? And so it's not a surprise that we can get into difficult situations. But Paul is saying, uh, this is what he's saying here, an let me put it this way, an opportunity to trust God is the best thing that can happen to a believer's life. Amen. Amen. An opportunity to trust God. He said, things were so bad. And then we got this revelation. Why don't we trust God? Hallelujah. In this pandemic, I don't know how your life is going, but you need to get to a point where you can say, hey, wait a minute. Can I trust God? And yes, you can. Because this is what, uh, what he's saying here. To trust God, that is faith in God, is to see victory in place of defeat. Is to see revival in place of pandemic. Is to see abundance in place of needs. Faith will see the invisible, hear the inaudible, and touch the intangible. Hallelujah. Faith knows no limitations. Amen. Faith knows no limitations. Uh, faith, let me put it this way. Whatever, uh, have you ever, if you studied mathematics at whatever level, you must have come across this. I'm not sure, uh, Deacon Joga, whether they still do that, but there used to be something they called the number line. You remember the number line? And then it has numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, up to ten, with a, an arrow telling you it can go very far that way. And then it goes this other way, minus one, minus two, minus, minus ten, and an arrow showing you that way. You remember that, all of you? All right, now, in the number line, if you take the first, those numbers, zero to ten, how, num how many numbers can you see? Ten numbers, right? But there are more than ten numbers there. Why? Because between 0 and 1, there is 0 0.5. Between 1 and 2 is 1.5. So suddenly you have what? 20 numbers. How many numbers are in this thing? Oh, so many numbers. Because if you just take the segment between 0, one, uh, zero and 1, how many numbers are there? Many, many numbers. There is 0 0.01, 0 0.02, 0 0.03, 0 0.04, 0 0.05, 0 0.0. You can, and now I can take 0 0.01 and 0 0.02. How many numbers do I have there? You can't count them. The place is full of numbers. Any segment that I cut, what is it full of? More numbers. Hallelujah. Listen. It doesn't matter what is the slice of life you've been given. If you will look by faith, that place is full. Hallelujah. You can say, I'm a woman. You can say, I'm a man. You can say, I am young. You can say, I'm old. That slice of life is full of God's opportunities for your life. Hallelujah. Listen, quitting it's not the only option. There's another option. You can trust God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can say, I have another option. People say, I did not have any other option but to quit. No, sir. There was another option. 
There's another option. Say this with me. I have another option. To trust God. Why? Because God is full of opportunities. Whatever segment of life you are in, I'm in the unemployed category. I'm in the student category. I'm in this category. We've been affected so badly by coronavirus. In that segment, there are tremendous opportunities because God is a God of no limitations. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah. Amen to God. Hallelujah. Now, so in any situation, no matter how bad, Quitting is never the only option. You can choose to trust. You can choose to believe God. Why? He raises the dead. This pandemic is not your end. Hallelujah. You know, Paul said, we thought we've come to our end. This pandemic is not your end. There is no end to the anointing on your life. Hallelujah. There is no end to the favor of God on your life. There is no end to the blessing of God in your life. There is no end to your career. If you choose to believe God, the devil will like you to think you have no option. You've come to the end. No, you say, no, I've not come to the end. Hallelujah. I'm just beginning a new journey. Trusting God in the favor of God, in the joy of the Lord, in the strength of God. Hallelujah. So the first thing we need to recognize is this. Faith is something that is living and growing. To walk in the power of faith, you've got to recognize faith is living and growing. Say that with me. Faith is living and is growing. Second Thessalonians 1 verse 3 in the New King James Version says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly. Hallelujah. Say, that is my portion. My faith is growing exceedingly. Come on, do you believe that? Say, my faith is growing exceedingly. Hallelujah. It can your faith has the potential to do what? Grow exceedingly. Let me say this. Everything that is growing then is going back to that concept of seed. The kingdom of God. What is, listen to Mark 4, 26 to 27, and then 30 to 32, it says, And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep, uh, where am I? On the ground, let me read that. And should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should do what? Sprout and grow. He, he, he himself does not know how. Let's go to verse 30, uh, that, 30 now. Verse 30. Then he said, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we picture it? It is like a what? A mustard seed, which when it is sown on the ground, is more than all the seeds on earth. But when it is sown, it does what? It grows up and becomes greater than all herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. Hallelujah. So to grow, what is to grow? Note this. 
to grow degree level ability value etc to grow is to increase in size degree amount level ability value to grow to grow is to advance is to start is to mature is to succeed to grow your faith can do what grow exceedingly the kingdom of god is like a what a man sows a seed and the seed starts what growing he sows a seed by what by faith amen amen, amen. faith when sown like seed will grow and manifest power of the kingdom of god faith when sown like a seed will grow and manifest let me put it this way. The coronavirus pandemic, where did it start? Somewhere in China. How did it spread? It was seeded. It was seeded. It was seeded all over the world. Into other places and good. To gain real victory over it, to uproot it, God has provided for his kingdom what? Faith. First John 5, 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that overcome that has overcome the world our faith our faith it's two kingdoms one kingdom is of darkness another kingdom has to be seeded into that environment to overcome it amen so now uh, let me say now we are so thankful for all that the Ministry of Health is doing, you know, uh, wear your mask, do this and this. But there is good news for you today. Here is your daily update for today. The kingdom of God is not on lockdown. There has been no curfew in the kingdom of God. There has been no boundaries shut for angels to fly in and out of your life. It's been what? It's been open borders. The kingdom of God, how does it operate? Listen to Luke 10, 8 to 9. It says, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as they said before you and heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. Near you. You are going there as an ambassador of the kingdom of God. You are not going there to catch their virus. You are going there to what? To heal them. Because you have come under the influence of what? The kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And verse 19 of that says what? Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So let me ask you, what is the problem? Faith. Faith is the problem. Why? In Matthew 17, 19 to 20, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast out the devil? There was a demon they were dealing with. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed. Ah! Listen to that. Mustard seed what? Faith. If you had faith, as a mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. What am I saying? Every challenge that we are facing, 
It's a faith challenge. It's a faith challenge. Once we discover the principle of seed faith, that I can go and sow my seed into an environment and cause it to change and line up with the will of God, then I have the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. To move mountains, it is not so much about more faith, but growing faith. To move mountains, it is not so much about more faith, but growing faith. Luke 17, 5 to 6 says, And the apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. So the Lord said, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Start using your faith and it will grow and become tree uprooting, mountain moving faith. You, you and I have to accept that we have faith. Oh God, I had a man of God saying how he went before God said, Oh God, give me more faith. Oh God, give me more faith. I said, God told him. Where am I going to get more faith to give you? I've given you the blood of Jesus. I've given you the name of Jesus. I have given you my redemption. I've given you everything that heaven has. Now, start using some of the stuff that you have. Amen. Hallelujah. So, start using your faith. Me and I, you and I, not me and I. You and me have to start using our faith. Why? It will grow and become tree uprooting, mountain moving faith. The thing with the mustard seed is the seed bait. I want us to receive this very clearly. The thing with the mustard seed, we have focused so much on how small it is. But seed. No matter what its shape or size, its power is in its seed property. What is the seed property? That when you sow it, it will do what? Grow. It will grow. How do I sow my seed? I am, I am speaking it and I am acting on it. Whatever faith I have, I'm speaking it and I am acting on it. What am I doing? I am sowing it into that environment. Amen. Hallelujah. So, let me, uh, the, the word seed, sometimes people react negatively in our environment. Have you ever heard, heard Panda Begu? Uh, what comes to your mind? <laughs> uh, he's about to start. No, 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 no. <laughs> there is there is fake seed. Fake seed does not germinate. If you, if you go to a shop and buy the wrong seed, will it work? Now, let me give you a natural example. Our notes in Kenya are in what? Uh, I, is there a 20 shilling note anymore? I think it's 50, right? 50, 100, 200, 500, and 1,000, right? What about dollars? U.S. dollars. You have one dollar, two dollars, $5, $10. Oh, you don't know about dollars? 
No, there's no $200. What if you went to Tanzania? Whoa, you have 2,000 shilling notes. You have 5,000 T-shillings. You have what? 10,000 T-shillings. In Uganda, I think you even have 20,000. In Zimbabwe, you probably have 100,000. <laughs> now, if somebody came to you and gave you a note in Kenya shillings, and says it is 10,000. What would be your reaction? This, this, is not, this, is, this is not fake. It's something that does not exist. Actually, it's an original, that one. <laughs> Con men don't try to fake a uh, 10,000 Kenya shilling note. Con men do not try to fake a thousand US dollar bill. Why? It does not exist. My point is, for you to have something fake, there has to be an original that works. Amen. Why do you have all this confusion about seed and all this and all this? It's because there is a true, genuine message of seed. And it works. Because the devil is a counterfeit, then he goes and creates another system to confuse people. But once you know that there is a genuine faith, listen to what, uh, what the Bible says. Let me read this, this scripture in 2 Peter. Is it Second Peter or 1 Peter? Uh, let me see that. It says, 1 Peter 1, 7-9 says, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus. You see, faith is precious. Have you heard of people who say they, they, they deal with precious metals? You tell them, I deal with precious faith. Faith is more precious than gold. In fact, compared to gold, compared to faith, I would say gold is fake. Why? Because faith, genuine, growing faith can get you gold. But gold will never get you faith. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He has given us genuine original faith. And so we must always be careful that we don't get sidetracked by the world and we forget that it's a genuine faith. You know, uh, in the banking, they used to say, when they issue a new bill, a new $100 note, the issuing organization writes a memo accompanying the new note. And they say, these are the features to look for to know it's genuine. They don't send you a list to say, these are the features to look for for a fake one. No. They want you to understand what? The genuine note. Once you know the genuine note, you will not be confused by the fake ones. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, we genuine, growing, living faith 
speaks genuine, growing, living faith starts speaking. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 4, verse 13 says in the TPT version, we have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scripture when it says, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also fast, I can hear you, we also fast and then speak in faith. Why? Because as you speak it, your faith will grow. As you speak and act on your faith, it will grow exceedingly. Now, I've given you lots of scriptures. When I've packed this whole thing, <laughs> scripture upon scripture, I hope you are receiving something. That seed faith is genuine. It is of God. And once you comprehend that, and you start speaking and acting on the word of God, you start receiving miracles. Amen. Words release the force of faith in the universe. Job 6.25 in the New King James Version says, How forceful are what? The right words. Can I paraphrase it and say, How forceful are faith words? How forceful are faith words? You are not powerless. You have, for, you have a force in the words of faith. Amen? Faith words are forceful. You remember Pastor Kara gave us this at the very beginning of the pandemic. So my challenge to you is, since that message you had from her, what kind of words have you been speaking? How do I know that your words are forceful? Are faith words? Are they changing anything? Are they changing anything? And it is not what you say when you come to church. It is what you say in secret. It is when, what you say when you catch up with your buddies. It is what you say when there's nobody else listening to you. That is where the force comes from. Amen. Faith words are forceful. Amen. Uh, and then Hebrews 11.3 in the TPT version says, Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Faith words. God spoke faith words and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Big bang theory. My apologies to you, Mr. Scientist. Big Bang Theory will never explain how the universe operates. They will always have a gap. Why? Because there is a faith factor in the way the universe was made that they are not, they are not taking into account. Amen. Faith words. And uh, so if God spoke and he created the universe, you speak and change the world around you. You can create the world around you. Amen. It is a new day for you. No more saying. You know, when Jesus said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say. Was that a compliment? Was he trying to appreciate them? It was a rebuke. It was a rebuke. No more, if you had 
if you have faith as a mustard seed, you would say, now, from today, in your case, and in my case, what will we be saying? We'll be saying, I have faith as a mustard seed, and I say, I have faith as a mustard seed, and therefore, I say. That's why we are supposed to start a new journey. Amen. Words are containers of faith. You wrap your faith in a... If you went to a shop and they, they gave you tomato seed, are they going to just pratter it on the counter for you to correct the pieces? How, how will they give it to you? They'll put it in a what? In a container. And then when you take that container, you go and sow that seed in the right soil. What are you doing when you sow that seed in the soil? You are releasing, you are releasing, uh, uh, there is a living power that you, you, you don't know how to study it, but you know it is there. When you look at, ha, ha, any of you ever looked at tomato seed? Those things are pathetic. I mean, if you did, they'll fry all over. They are so tiny and puny, they don't look much. But if you took those seeds and put them in soil and you water that soil, there is a living power in that thing. And once you activate that thing in the soil, it is going to grow up and become what? A tomato plant. Listen, as you take words of God and you start speaking them over your life, it doesn't matter how awkward it looks, but I'm telling you, there's a living divine power that is in those words that starts sprouting and then something beautiful is coming out and changing your life. Hallelujah. I have uh, some farming project in Narok and, and the guys say, uh, the seeds are not germinating. You know, I, and they say, yeah, I don't know what kind of seed you brought, sir. I said, uh, 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 let's lick up. When did you last water the seed? Oh, water. Uh, <laughs> we haven't done that lately. Then you are wasting my time. That seed will not germinate. But if it's genuine seed, and I plant it there, and I'm watering it, and I have the right environment, that seed is going to come out. Look at this scripture. It says, uh, Mark 4, 26 to 27. The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise up by day and the seed should sprout and grow. What is the next statement there? He himself does not know how. Can I add this? And does not care. Have you heard of webinars of farmers to understand how the seed is going to germinate? Oh no. All a farmer needs is genuine seed. And when they plant it, that is it. This thing is going to grow up. Amen. That is all you, it's, it's, it's basic. It's the basic stuff. Amen. When you speak and act on the word of God, you release forces of faith 
at the molecular level to work and bring forth supernatural outcomes. Because the seed, the living power of seed is at the molecular level. Amen. So the seed is actually a mystery to a lot of people. It's a mystery. They don't understand how it is. And this is the end of your spending sleepless nights. You know, a farmer does not sow potatoes of, of not seeds of potatoes, of seeds or seeds of whatever it is. It's useless for the farmer to go out there at night to check whether they are germinating. To, to, his, let me put it this way. The farmer spending a sleepless night in the field has no effect on whether the seeds will germinate or not because the seed knows what to do. This is the end of your worries and anxieties at night. If you will start sowing seed into your environment, you are sure it's going to come up. Amen. In that farm, of course, there are, we've had issues with animals coming in. And we didn't know what kind of animal is coming in and chewing some of the crops. So last, last, last week, I was there. And, uh, and I said, guys, at nine, around nine, let's go out there and, and see whether we can figure out what is eating the crop. <laughs> and uh, the, the two guys went ahead of me. And I was coming behind them. And I was near the, well, it's a big thing. I, I, as I was, there's a dam somewhere there in the middle. As I neared that dam, I had a roar. I, and it was a lion. I mean, it sounded like the thing is just across the fence. Man, I froze. I thought, phew, <laughs> do I care anymore about these melons? <laughs> phew, they are lions. I mean, I shook. I thought, dear Lord. Now it's an electric fence and you start doubting. <laughs> How safe is this place? And uh, I, I stopped and then I rushed to where the guys were. I said, did you hear that? They said, yeah, you should have been here when it first rolled. I said, we were near the fence. Man, we ran inside. I said, whoa. He said, that riot? I, I said, and they said, all over the manyatas, the Maasai manyatas nearby, they saw the, the lights came up. I mean, the Maasais rushed out of their hearts and, and manyatas. And I said, whoa, they were coming to kill the lion. You know, I, I was now, you know, like, like in a movie thing. You're you thinking, I'm about to see some action here. So, so the Morans came out. And they, I said, they, the guy called David told me, no, 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 no. When, when that lion roars, what happens is that every, every animal in the cow shed or whatever, every cow, uh, sheep, goat, I mean, they wake up. I mean, they, they, they rush. They, and they, it, I said, the Maasais are not coming out to kill the lion. They are coming to calm their animals. Because the roar of a lion is so much. And so the Maasais come out and they, 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 they try to make sure that the cows are intact and all that. Because if they don't do that, the cows will disappear into the darkness. At the roar of a what? A lion. And I said, and then the guy told me something that I had not thought of before. He said, the other thing is this. There are hyenas that follow the lions. 
A hyena is a very opportunistic, opportunistic creature. <laughs> the hyena knows that the lions will kill something and it will either grab it and eat it also, or eat the remains, or, and this is the bit I did not know before, or when the lion roars and the animals scatter, the hyenas are waiting in the shadows. <laughs> I thought, my goodness, he said, if you don't come out to take care of your animals, it's not like the lion will eat them. The hyenas will eat them. <laughs> the wild dogs will eat them. I thought, wow, this is amazing. Territory. And this is what I received from the Lord. Have you heard the roar of Corona? Do you know people may not be eaten by Corona? But the joblessness, the business issues, the stress of life, other diseases are like hyenas. Corona may not affect you directly, but the devil has programmed this thing into the environment that there are so many other hyenas waiting in the wings to consume you and me. But here is the good news. The Bible says... By faith, they shut down the mouth of lions. Amen. Hallelujah. When they threw Daniel into that lion's den, the lions could not eat him. Why? It is shut. Faith shut the mouth of lions. Whatever is after your life, it will not succeed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Because faith shuts down the mouth of of lions. Hallelujah. Faith made a way for Moses in the Red Sea. And do you know what? They did not sink in that mud. When the sea dried up, it dried up completely. Amen. So faith, the power. I'm talking about the power of faith. The power of faith. The key to that is what we are saying. What are we saying? What are we meditating on? Amen. Let me ask you this. What are you doing with faith that God gave to you when you got born again? Are you sowing it as seed with your actions and words and expecting to change the world around you? Listen to this. When you say and do something fast, it makes your faith a seed that is released toward God. Commit today to release the most positive and powerful thing in the, new, in the universe, your faith. This is the way you get connected with God and make contact with the power that spins the universe and controls all things that affect this world. God is depending on you and me in this season to just do it. To just do what? Speak faith. Act on faith. Amen. Rise up on your feet. Second Chronicles 2020 in the instant translation says, Jehoshaphat and his men got up early in the next morning and they started to go to the desert of Tekos, Tekoa. When they were leaving, Jehoshaphat stood up and he said, Listen to me people 
of VFC and the people of Kenya. I'm paraphrasing that. <laughs> you see that? He said, listen to me, people from Judah and people who live in Jerusalem. I can say, listen to me, people in Living Faith Church, people in Kenya, people in Nairobi. Let's read that next together. Trust the Lord your God. If you do that, you will be saved. Believe his prophets. If you believe them, you will win the fight. Give the Lord a shout of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. What has the prophet said? 2020 is my year of supernatural increase. What do I do with that? I say it and I act like it's true. What am I doing? I'm sowing seed. I'm weaponizing the seed. I'm releasing power of God to move in and change the environment around it. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word this morning. And thank you that as a people, we are rising up by faith. We are overcoming every situation in our lives. I take authority over sickness and disease. Take authority over depression and anxiety in this time in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you from the body of Christ. I rebuke you from this ministry. Everyone related and associated with this ministry, we speak divine energy and power. Father, Father, thank you for energizing our faith this day. As we say that 2020 is our year of supernatural increase, we declare changes are happening now. And it will be said of us, as we have believed, we have spoken, and there has been visible results. I thank you for changing businesses, for changing families, for changing lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing marriages. Thank you for reconciling parents and children, mothers and their daughters. Thank you for supernatural breakthroughs and openings for your people. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give him the Lord a shout of praise.